0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badger Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by betonline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined, as always, by the Hebrew Hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Matt, welcome back from Barry Alvarez Weekend. Oh,
0: it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Maybe too much. I'm getting too old to do the things I still think I can do.
1: Well, I'm going to assume that Friday night was a little bit more fun than, uh, than Saturday afternoon. You
0: know, <laughs> yeah, Friday was amazing compared to Saturday afternoon. Um, it, it's hard. Uh, yeah, man, it it's so great to see everyone. You know, Barry was so thrilled. The field's been named after him. Like, you know, my wife and I went to this. It was beautiful. It was on the field. It was so cool. Um, and you know, and I saw Vitaly's Twitter actually was said. You know, coach deserves more. Yeah. I, I, listen, I I definitely agree with them. There's a lot. I'm almost like now changing course to like, what are we going to do? Like, I, like I'm starting to feel really bad and I want to, I almost want to get in the locker room and be like, guys, you're right there. We're right there. Just a few here things here and there. I almost want to like, I don't know, like become like their, their like pump up guy. Does it, that it, make sense? Their
1: spiritual guru?
0: I guess so. Like, I mean, I don't know anything about like being spiritual, but, um, you like, work for
1: LL. You gotta know something about that. Yeah, spiritual. I mean like
0: Sage and like that stuff. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I think the I think that locker does need a little bit of Sage right now because there there's some bad juju going on in there. As you guys know, we are in fact presented by BetOnline.ag. The football season is in full swing on the gridiron. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100 when you do. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, well, we're going to do our usual Monday morning fullback, put 15 minutes on the clock, start with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, Matt, I'm going to start with my good. I had two good things coming out of the weekend. Um, The last two drives in the second quarter from Graham Mertz were good. He looked like the quarterback we've been expecting. And the fact that the field is now named Barry Alvarez Field, I think that's a good thing. I think he's deserving. Matt, did you have any other good things that you saw?
0: You know, I love to see that long ball to DK. I mm. thought that was huge. Get that guy going a little. Yeah. Somehow he, he can had, play. He can play. He's going to be good.
1: He's he be already a, is he, good. He's not going to be good. He already is good. I'm sorry, but he, he, hasn't, he hasn't
0: done anything drastic because they just don't throw him the ball. I think once they figure out that they can do that, they'll do it. And listen, if Ferguson's down, they're going to have to figure it out. They got to change personnel. But what's his name? I like him, too. He had a nice catch at the end of the game.
1: Eschenbach? Kind of. Oh, no, or Cundiff. Yeah, Cundiff yeah. is great. Cundiff's a good receiving tight end man. He is. He, he can play. He can definitely Dude, play. Those, ne- those guys all took some shots, though. Yeah. Yeah. They absolutely. I'm not going to lie. I,
0: I hate Michigan, but I was a little bit more impressed with them this game than I was like almost all the other games. Yeah. It's
1: like they uh, finally figured it out. They're and way then, more impressive than Notre Dame. Way more. Imp- they would kill Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I think they would beat Notre Dame by two scores. At, at least. least. Yeah, and I think that, you know, w- w- of all the teams that they faced, Wisconsin slowed their running attack way more than anybody else. The, I guess the other good thing, I mean, I, it sounds like a broken record at this point, inside linebackers. It's the front seven. Well, yeah, and inside linebackers, especially Chanel and yeah. Sanborn combined for 25 tackles.
0: Uh, that was another good for me it was the front seven. You know, like it, it, we, we're going to get into it more, but they played so much football. That, you know, it's almost like I just watched a scrimmage of just the defense. You know, we had three, three and outs in the first quarter. So we hardly, our offense is almost never on the field. Our defense is always on the field. And I don't care. You can be an NFL defense. You're going to give up points at some point. Like something's going to happen. You know, a flea flicker. you're going to get tired. Your mental starts lowering and some dumb play that you cannot believe they did against you works. So I mean that that's coming
1: up, but well, let's know, just get our, into the bad. Let's get into the bad because there's not much other. good... That I, I did like really that we scored about. at the end of the half. I mean, we answered finally, finally, but a little too but, little too late. Yeah,
0: yeah also true. Also true. I mean, I think losing Graham and Ferguson is going to be bad.
1: Well, uh, if if they're hurt, they're Ferguson's, questionable. They're they're both questionable going into this week. So right, it'll be interesting to watch there.
0: Listen, they, I mean it's not my bad, but I, I, I'm starting to feel uh, Graham Mertz could sue the O-line at this point. That's my ugly, but we'll get there. That guy's getting killed back there.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the bad and the ugly kind of merge together. I guess my bad is going to be, again, getting beat by the deep ball. Is always being susceptible to the deep ball. Our secondary, they're slow, especially the safeties they are there are they always seem to be a step slow and you know i think hicks has played up and down he leads the team in passes defended but that that's also a product of him being targeted more than any other cornerback and he, you know he's getting burned a little bit more than i think most of these other guys are at this point because you know <sighs> He gets, he gets beat, especially by bigger receivers. They just, they can just catch the ball over him. And I don't think, I don't, I I would be curious to talk to Coach Leonard about his strategy in terms of press versus, you know, sort of softer coverage, zone versus man, because it doesn't seem like they have any rhyme or reason as to how they're covering this. You know, I've, you know, in second and five, I see, I see corners playing eight yards off. On, you know, on third and long, I see them playing press man. And I just, I'm not sure that, you know, obviously I'm not the defensive mind that Coach Leonard is. So I'm not going to go there. I would just like to know more about his philosophy behind that.
0: Uh, I mean, the, the problem is fans are almost right there for every single pass play. He's just getting, it's so, he either makes up ground or he just gets beat at the last second. So like, I feel like if he had a little bit better luck, we wouldn't even, we just say, wow, how many pass breakups does this guy have? Yeah. He could have, I thought he could have had two picks if he just kind of turned around and went up and got the ball. I thought he was in a good position for a bunch. The problem is the other guy went up and got the ball and there were touchdowns or they were big plays.
1: Yeah, he did give up a touchdown. Yeah. You know, he was, again, he was targeted more than any other player in this game. He was targeted five times. Um I guess the same as many as Alex Smith, who came in uh, when when he was injured for a little bit and played in basically our nickel corner at this point. And neither of those guys did very well. They both got torched for uh, a touchdown, as did Dean Ingram. And, you know, the corners are corners are a bit of a problem. Wilder was better today at safety, but the, the corners are definitely an issue. And I don't know what to do about that because I'm not sure how much more talent is in the pipeline behind them.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would agree. <laughs> I, I'll tell you some other things that I think are really bad. Our offense is playing so not well that teams go for it on fourth down. Like they have no problem doing that. That was oh, what fine. we used to do. Yeah. So w- people are doing it. We got to get off the field. The flea, the flea flicker came right after fourth down. So you know, we probably wanted to be off the field, your mental lapsed for a second, and and I I hate that we let like a gimmicky play work. You know, I love when we do it, but I hate when some other team does it. Um, you know, something else that's good that it, it came off and ugly, but the defense only let up three points when they gave them the ball on like the five or six-yard line after that punt, the punt mm-hmm. fumble. You know, so I mean, there are our defenses are so good, but we're really you're right, the DBs need some work. And I think they're going to continuously get better. But if our offense can't stay on the field, you're going to get shots down the field. Like people are going to be targeted because they get 50 plays in a game, 60, 70 plays. Like what, what's going to happen? They have those guys are going to get tired. Like that's defense gets tired after a while.
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, you know, in, in this game, we saw 74 plays from Michigan as opposed to uh, 55 from Wisconsin. Yeah, you know, that's, that's that's a, a twenty play of, difference.
0: It's a and it's but the, but you think it's like oh it's not that much, that's a lot of plays. Like it's a lot a lot
1: of plays. That's a forty percent difference. Yeah, and and you can difference. see yeah.
0: you can see that our guys just they they get tired after a while, and and they might be a step behind a a a linebacker, um, a wide receiver. Listen, I'm sitting there like, dude, we're only twenty percent on third downs. Like if I'm on defense, i have never taken my helmet off on the sidelines.
1: No, and like, talking about third downs at this point. Now we're a quarter of the. I mean, we're a third of the way into our season. We've played four of twelve games. Uh, I, this is just going to merge into ugly because it's not bad. It's just ugly. Our third. Do you know what the Wisconsin third down conversion percentage is? It's not twenty percent on the season. It's it's twenty five point eight percent, which is second last in college football.
0: And now you're and and so we're all confused why we give and, then, one, and points. then once you
1: take out the Eastern Michigan game, it I, is well then we're dead last really bad oh yeah, then they're dead last.
0: yeah, it's really bad. and we, we can't stay on the field, so that means we can't score. We're not scoring a lot of points and uh, we're we're not giving our defense a break
1: no. and in turnover margin, they are dead last in the NCAA. They are my mi- they average minus two per game, which means that their opponents average two more takeaways than the Badgers every single game. And again, take out the Eastern Michigan game, and it's even way worse. It's right. way worse. They are terrible in their red zone offense. They're ranked 118th on you know, on the season. Um, Wisconsin has had. 15 red zone opportunities and they have scored six touchdowns. They have four field goals and they have one third of the time they get in the red zone. They don't even score.
0: I mean, that's it. it, You know, as it's Barry Alvarez day, and I think everyone listening would know this, that is the most uncharacteristic. Barry. His head is probably on fire on, on watching these games. You know, like he, he just must be, livid wouldn't you be well i was there i was <laughs> for a number of reasons but you know well okay let me go into my ugly because i think yeah, it'll please. sum it up perfectly we have more mental errors than i think any other team will ever have it's unbelievable the the punt getting touched again that's a mental our special teams is not good our mental errors <laughs> That, 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 that us. That's
1: being extraordinarily generous, sir. And I'm trying our special to Special teams su- are <laughs> our, our, our special teams are poor. They're very they're, poor. They're, they're very poor.
0: Yeah. You can't have you can't have next two weeks in a row, right? Like you just can't do it. So
1: giant special teams errors. Giant, giant. special teams and
0: errors. The defense is so good they only let up three points. But that could win a game, right? That could be the end of the game.
1: But it's also um, momentum.
0: It's momentum, it's everything. It's 100 percent Right. I, I listen, I, I get it. The mentors are killing me. We had minus two yards before our nice drive in the second half. Like minus that means we're going backwards. These are these are my nice uglies right now. Um, I have no idea what's going on with Jalen Berger or the rotation of all the backs. That's a lot of dudes they put in there. And I saw Braylon Allen and I was like, wow, this guy's getting eight, nine yards a clip, and then he gets one run and then um, Ches goes in and then Garendo came in at like the fourth quarter. I was like, What is Berger had like two or three series? I, it, maybe there's not a lot of series in general to get, but like, are you playing so these dudes don't go in the transfer portal or are we like playing to win a game? Because I, I, I don't know. To me, I would have stuck with Braylon Allen because he looked good to me. I would have actually, you know what, I would have done I would have stuck with anyone who could block a freaking linebacker or a DB on a blitz. Our blitz coverage, our O-line to me is the is the ugly this game. It they is. can't pick up a blitz, they can't snap the ball, the balls all over the place.
1: There were so it, many bad snaps.
0: I have I don't understand they kept saying that, he, that you know, um Tippmann got poked in the eye, but then he was in at the end of the
1: game. Then he was in the, in the second half. I don't I don't get <laughs> I don't it don't either. Get
0: it. Uh, so
1: I'm i telling stat of the day. On 29 drop by acts, Michigan had 29 pressures. It was bad. Now, that doesn't mean that there was a pressure on every dropback. Now, technically, there's only a pressure on 18 on eighteen dropbacks. That's because on 11 dropbacks, they had multiple pressures. Multiple right. guys. I, it's, it's, it's so bad. And so people who are saying, oh, Graham Mertz is the problem. Graham Mertz is the problem. Graham Mertz is not the problem. The problem is the offensive line. This is... Yes. The worst offensive line of my Badger my 20 25 years of Badger fandom.
0: I mean sadly, it is it's really poor. They're they're not playing well together. They don't see blitzes. I mean the, the Michigan Zoos were just running wild. Like it was an uh, buffet, all you can and Graham got killed back there. And he actually had some nice balls. I thought he was really he much more on target than we've seen. And he was under a ton of pressure, and like the five plays he had no pressure, they were all completions. Yeah, and and he he
1: was dropping dimes to DK. Yep, he was absolutely dropping dimes to DK. Like Uh, that touchdown pass to in in, in sort of on the sideline of the end zone, you couldn't have placed the ball better than that. Right. It's it was where only DK could get it. Mm-hmm. but still inbounds it was a phenomenal throw
0: you know and I, I, the fact yeah, that yeah.
1: he is just on his back the whole time and Ch- you know Ch- chase wolf god bless chase wolf but it's he just he he's not going to be able to cut it you know also behind there and, and if if merce is out i'm worried we're going to lose to illinois i really am Dude,
0: i'm going to be at the stands in the army and i'm worried about that game
1: Oh, I'm terrified of Army. <laughs> well, I sh- I am sh- not actually as terrified as Army now that I think about it more. Wisconsin still has the number 1 rush defense in the country.
0: Right. And I yes. And all I- I'm Army not does that worried about running. Army.
1: So, but,
0: you know like what what do you do then? Like what do you do, just stack the box? Like that's all I do. Yeah. But Chase Wolf has his ball is a, is a tight spiral. Like I think he can still throw the ball.
1: But he can he has a very strong arm. He's just but when not you the most are accurate dude around.
0: A Swiss cheese line, you're going to get killed and then you're now the second guy, you're going to get killed. Uh, like who's going to suit up in a few couple quarterbacks? Like it's really just not dude, the guys are running in a gap. They're double teaming a guy and somebody's flying free. We can't even pass protect normal. Or I don't even know if our backs are supposed to be sticking their head in these one um I think Ches got just he like let um their linebacker got
1: destroyed in protection. on the play that Mertz got hurt no but multiple times throughout the game right. if you look at again pff not the be-all end-all but Chez's pass blocking grade was the worst on the team and he, he had a right. he, he had a fair few snaps of 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 pass blocking that's our timer but he had a fair few snaps of pass blocking but he had yeah he had 16 snaps of pass blocking And he got a 0.0 rating in pass blocking. Yeah. I mean, because he was, he was successful. um, He he was successful zero times. So
0: what's, what's crazy to me is we're still not leaving a, a, a tight end in. We're not leaving guys to help. The first thing you have to do is protect the quarterback and let him at least try to throw a ball without getting hit one time. And it, it just we don't do it, and we don't leave a guy in. We don't have a fullback in to do a max protection. We didn't have a lot of fullback plays in general. We just don't do 22 personnel where we can block with a lot. You know, you you said we don't do the barge. We don't do any of that. You know, I, I, I can end it if you really want to go low. 25 unanswered points in the second half. It's killer. You can't win. Um, yeah, 31 students, and
1: 25 in back-to-back
0: weeks. The students left after jump around. I mean, I guess the game was terrible, but they did leave. Yes. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, and then my the saddest thing, I sat in a lot of jet stadiums as you did with the Bills. Yep, I sit there. I boo these dudes. They're making more, way more money than me, and they're playing terrible football. I boo them. Sitting at Camp Randall, I'm not booing our guys, but these are my guys. You know, I'm like, no, why would you do that? I'm doing that, but I don't boo them. Actively boo our guys. There was a lot more boos than I've ever heard at Camp Randall I think that to me like do we should we should be supporting our team yes they are not playing good they are playing as we very terribly except for our defense so but we have to be we have to be a, a community and, and back these guys like there are there are boys like we're not I don't know what else to say like yeah it's really sad so so that hurt I was sitting in front of um Garrett Graham who played tight end in mm-hmm. in uh yeah and I said hey I'm like garrett Cause he was there when I was a senior. I was like, hey, "You ever, you ever play at Jet Stadium?" And he's like, "Yeah, I played there." I Go, dude! It sounds like Jet Stadium right now. So like, that to me, it hurts. You know, like these guys are trying. It's not like they're out there like they didn't get drunk the night before. Like, they're, they're preparing, and you know what? They're just physically unable to do it. And you know what? It. I bet you they're in the locker room feeling way worse than we all were.
1: Yeah, the way the way I think about the booing here is that I'm going to assume, or at least I'm just going to tell myself in my mind that they're booing the coaching staff and not the players.
0: Okay. I'll go with that. I like
1: that. Um, Because something's got to happen. Something's got to happen. And I am, you know, coach Christ has a lot of great things about him, but he is loyal to a fault. And his two best friends from everything that we know are Joe Rudolph and Chris Herring the offensive line coach and the special teams coach. And what are the two best, two worst units on the, on this team, the offensive line and the special teams.
0: But those guys have had success. They're just really not doing it this year. Yeah. I thought we came, but I thought we came in and we thought a lot of guys would be way better. And it's it like, I thought Nelson would be better. Um, I thought are, would be is, better.
1: is that, is that the players or is that the coach is not putting them in position to succeed?
0: No, no, you're right. I, I, I think it's a, you know it's a double edged sword. It's I think an open it's Bo- question, yeah. It's an open question. Like you can argue either side. I, I mean, listen, I definitely think Rudolph needs needs to step up and get in there. And, you know, I don't know what you know. Craig said last week, like Bo said would we'll get after their ass. Like, yeah. Somebody needs to do. There needs to be some, like every period should be blitz pass block period. Yeah. And then go right in. It should be half pass block and half run. Yeah. I feel like that's what practice should be anyway. But it should be like an emphasis on these areas, same with the running backs. Can you pass block? If you can't pass block, dude, in the NFL, you are cut immediately. Like you, you have to step up in that line and take a blow. What I used to do is to cut everybody. You know why? Cause I don't want to get hit anymore. It's like, <laughs> like <what>? you know, <laughs> my coach is like, man, that's what all you do. Listen, my coach was like, think like you're going to hit them up top and just take their legs out. Done. You listen, if, if you know it's like a rollout or, a, a, a you know, like a seven-step drop back or five-step drop, yeah, maybe you have to, you know, take, you know, um, create some more time. But you know what? These dudes are running full speed. Just chop them. AD and I were the best lumberjacks on the field. We were chopping dudes down all over. I used to chop cornerbacks um, on run plays like 20 yards outside of the, of the field and other coaches on other teams used to yell at me and and say like, Oh, you're a big wimp. And I'm like, dude, the next play, I'm going to come back and do the same thing. I'm not blocking that little guy. He's going to be, he's going to do want to move and get around me. I'm just going to take his legs out. So there just got, has to be a little bit more, um, not confidence, but like a chip on your shoulder, say like, we cannot allow this to continue happening. The floodgates, we need to close them a little bit or a little or bit more line. urgency, a little sense
1: of urgency. I, I, that's what I would say. So,
0: all
1: right, well, let's uh, leave it at that for today. We'll be back later this week to talk Illinois coach Bielema, you must hopefully, be licking with a, his chops. hopefully with a special guest. So we will see. So Maddie, I'm glad you're back in one piece, uh, you know, take care, take care of that hangover. And, uh, <laughs> I will uh, we will talk to you a little bit later this week and until then on Wisconsin
0: on Wisconsin. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.